This is where the magic happens. And it always has, and it always will. Yeah. So it be written, so it be done. <laughs> magic will happen here. Patriarchy be damned. He's, he's holding two um, giant uh, plates of what did what did Joe's what's his name have Moses have tablets. Weren't they made of stone? Two stone. Who I had stone could tablets. Carry that? That's I brought a down dumb stone fable. tablets. The burning bush spoke to me, which is obviously we know what that means. That's LSD acid. What? Oh, burning bush spoke to me. Sex stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Moses every went dude, to the mountain, every went down on a woman who was on her sign. period, and saw God. <laughs> yeah, every dude who's ever slept with a female fire sign yeah, knows and then, Well, or a woman who's slept, slept with a fire Why? Gotta be gender. Anybody who's slept yeah. with a fire sign. Oh, wait. Well, bush is important. Oh, okay. A fiery bush. Oh, so I want to tell people real quick something I'm doing that's fun. Um, Scratching his balls still. Uh, I, you know, well, considering <laughs> not fun, not fun. The rash is still here, but that's not. That's just because we are recording back. Yeah, we're episodes. recording back to back. So we're going to talk about coronavirus. It might be a little outdated by now. I hope it's over. It won't be. Anyway, go on. It definitely won't be because no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm <laughs> not going to stoke the, f- the flames of fear. <gasps> no. no, something I'm doing, which is interesting, which was, um, I don't know what inspired me to do it exactly, but I finished reading Prometheus Rising, written by uh, Robert An- Anton Wilson. I'm now reading Synchronicity by Carl Jung, um, which is really so far pretty f- pretty fucking fascinating. Um, and the the idea there's lots of stuff going on in Robert Anton Wilson's Prometheus Rising, which is interesting mm-hmm. stuff for the brain to think about and about the eight circuits of the brain. Uh, specifically, the thing I really enjoy is the metaprogramming aspect, how we can reprogram our brains and the thinker thinks and the prover proves. So we have two sides of our brain. We have something we think, like, this is what I think. And so then the other part of our brain will we'll prove that, regardless Ooh. of whether it's, quote unquote, true or not. Really? That's why people who are like love Trump love Trump, because they think Trump is great, so they prove <sighs> it to themselves. Yeah. And that's why people who hate Trump uh, hate Trump, because they think, Trump is hateable, and then they prove that to themselves. It's it, that you can you, you can throw in replace Trump with anything in that equation, and you will find it. I will find say. that to be the case. Like if you think something and if you believe something, it w- you will your brain there, will prove it. There are for sure. I mean, I'm pretty open about everything that I haven't had proven to me. You know what I mean? Like I do keep a pretty open mind to a lot of things. I feel like you do too. Don't you feel this way? I, I do feel that way, but I I think that I this 100% is true. I one hundred percent understand that that I do the exact same thing. I have because I'm like I think that I'm open minded, so I find evidence to prove mm-hmm. that to exactly, myself. exactly. But I have found evidence and then been swayed on things too, where there's different evidence. Yeah, that's not to say that you can't have that happen because that that definitely can happen. Now. Th- but then we, that's we the look level for things to uh, reinforce. Wilson talks believe. about it's a level of being robotized, mm-hmm. robotized. Oh. Not everybody is, you know, some people are like full on robot. You know what I mean? And like some people where, are full on losers. Yeah. And some people are less. Why can't we all just get less, along? less robot, <laughs> meaning that they can change, <laughs> that oh. their ideas can change. And that and that's what the metaprogramming aspect is. You can like you can actively do exercises to make sure that you don't become entrenched in a certain way of thinking and you're no longer open to anything else. So there's exercises to do that. But anyway, I like this. What I've been doing is I've been trying to 
harness the power of synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Um, meaningful coincidences. So, and it ties in with ESP projection a little bit, maybe, Ooh. which I think I briefly talked about on here before, once before. But um, I am making a journal of, you know, like everybody knows like that moment where you've been thinking of an old friend mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they call you. Oh, I have a really Or reach out to you, right? Like everybody's got those stories, right? Yeah. So what I'm trying to do is I am trying to purposely create those moments. So I'm oh. keeping a journal and I'm writing the person's name down in the journal and the time I've decided to start doing it. And I'm going to see how long it takes for those people to contact me. Wow. I had this really interesting experience I, I don't think I've talked about that I've, I've thought I've wanted to talk about for a while. Um, over the holidays when I went to Florida, I... Uh, my, I don't think I've talked about this cause it's all kind of like heavy. My father, whom I have not spoken to in over 20 years after he left, uh, well, <laughs> after we kicked him out finally, uh, which, you know, a big, there's a whole big fucking shit storm to that story. Um, my mom finally divorced him when I went to college. As soon as I left, she finally initiated a divorce, which is, is often the case. A lot of people of her generation waited until the first child was out of the house and then it was like the the you know they'd get all fucked up over the child leaving and then they would initiate the divorce that was inevitable so um he was uh, he's a narcissist but i also think he's um um uh, paranoid schizophrenic possibly i think he's i think he's both it's hard he's a real fucking weirdo and um he got this woman pregnant and they were kind of in a relationship and she was someone my mom knew. She was someone we all knew. Uh, I knew her kids and they had a baby. There's a lot more fuckery that goes on to this too that maybe I'll tell someday. I, give me a, give me a book. Deal. I got a memoir, you know, I got a couple actually, but this is some, this is some weird shit. We also had somebody he was dating before her put the evil eye on my family. Um, really sinister stuff. So, they have a baby and I, I meet this child. She, she looks a lot like me and it's a real mind fuck. Cause now my dad and I aren't speaking and he technically legally disowned me, which you can't r- really do. He had a lawyer drop some papers and send them to me. Cause he was terrified he'd get stuck with my student loans, uh, which is, you know, he's terrified of a lot of things. So, uh, you know, which is paranoid schizophrenia. So, um, this person who he had the child with, they broke up and she wanted my mom and me to meet the little girl who was a toddler when I met her. And it was, it was, it was pretty heavy for me because now this is like my replacement basically. And, um, uh, it's weird too. Cause I always almost call her by my name when I talk about her. Which is like, let's go down that rabbit hole with the therapist. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's fucking, that's interesting. Yeah, so this was, this has been, now this person, I think she's like 19, I think. I don't know. Uh, She had babies um, and she, I've chatted with her on Facebook. I've I've never seen her uh, since I saw her as a toddler, but we've, we've chatted and um, it's a heartbreaking life. Her life is really fucked up. She, her mom had her and her mom couldn't really keep her. No, but she had nowhere to live. She told me nobody ever let her live with them. She was mostly homeless, dropped out of high school, had babies, you know, the baby daddy left her, you know, just, she's got 
just got a, there were a lot of things that I learned about when I was just now back in Florida for Christmas. So my mom is very much anti this woman. And what's weird is my mom had a morbid curiosity and wanted to hang out and get to know all this back in the day. But now she doesn't want anything to do with her. So we're in the grocery store, Publix, amazing, mostly. I think it's like employee-owned, phenomenal, fantastic grocery store, great produce. Anyway, um, seriously, the veggie sub is out of this world. So we're in Publix getting all the garbage we're going to eat for Christmas because nobody wanted to cook. We're just going to pig out and watch uh, Irishman. And... My mom's like, oh, my God, there's blah, blah, blah. And I look, and in the, the checkout next to us is this woman who my dad bred with. And she's... <laughs> who my dad bred with. <laughs> she's like, hey, I thought that was you guys, blah, blah, blah. Sired a now, child with this <laughs> harlot. Yes, yes. And and I have I have tenderness for her. Uh, she, Neither of these people, she nor my half-sister, are threatening to me there are people who I think yeah I'm still curious about I don't really have much of a relationship with either of them but I was like oh hi mom and my mom's like let's get out of here so we take off and I and and we were all just like happy holidays you know we leave and I was a little shook by it um and and I kind of wanted to talk to her you know like I don't have the same feelings my mom has uh, and for big reasons, big reasons for her feelings too, obviously. So the day after Christmas, my mom and I go to this store. I don't remember what it is. It's like, a, it's very, it's a Florida department store, but they make like rip off Kate Spade. They have like a brand of clothes that's rip off Kate Spade. Oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking stupid. <laughs> and um, I, uh, now I, I just, I, I, like you just talking about shopping, like gave me the urge to like, I want to go to the mall. Oh! I hate malls. I want to. I don't I love like shopping. Mall. I don't like shopping. It's I so love weird. A mall. Okay, I also continue. lately I'm just totally off of shoes and clothes and blah blah blah. Anyway, um, th- you're in a supposition. So we're in this the store, and uh, I'm carrying around some decent sale items. I'm going to try on, and we've been in there. Nobody's there, which is weird because you think day after Christmas sale, but there's nobody in there. It's like empty. And uh, I hear my name and I look up and there's this woman. And I read the Celestine Prophecy when I was a child and I took away two things that I remember from that book. The one is talk to children like they're grownups because it's condescending to be like, you're a little baby someday you'll know. Meow, meow, meow. You're, you're not treating that person with respect. That's an old soul possibly. It's a soul that's you don't outrank. You know, you're just in charge of its little body as it grows. I was all about that. That really resonated with me. Tell kids the truth. If they can't handle it, you just talk your way around it. But don't lie. I don't. If I had kids, I don't even think I'd lie about Santa. But I think I'd also maybe want to keep the truth safe from other kids. So who knows? I don't. I loved that. That really rang true with me. Also, because I was always smarter than my parents. So there's that. But the other thing is, if you're dreaming about somebody, if you're um, running into somebody, if they're like all these signs and all these weird synchronicities. You're supposed if you keep running into the person, you you have messages for each other. You're supposed to talk, and I am absolutely I, that has happened to me so many times. So many, and it's usually someone you don't want to talk to. But I mean, this has happened with people. You know, one of my best friends and I had this falling out, and I was like, "I'm fucking done with her. I'm just done." And then I kept running into her, and this was just a couple years ago. And she is one of the 
best people in my life. And that would have been a huge mistake on my part. So I talked to this woman and uh, she just kept like just saying such sweet things about me, like just really lovely, loving things. And she was telling me about her daughter and things I would never have known that nobody's going to put on social, like unbelievable hardships and how she helped her child, like was a really good mom to her. And it just, I respect her. I admire what they've both gone through and how they've both fought for what they have here. And like being a teen mom, maybe that's all somebody needs to do in their life. You know, like I know we look at at that and we're just like, fuck that. But maybe that's all she needed. She didn't get nurtured. Maybe she just needed to have beautiful little babies and just nurture them and and heal herself. Maybe that's all her life path is. I didn't judge it. I was like, not for me. You know, that was my reaction. Listening to this woman tell me all this stuff really kind of just intensified the relationship that I think I do want with both of them. And, you know, like my dad, I don't have hatred for him, but I, I have, I can get really angry thinking about some of the stuff and, uh, I just want him to die. You know, I just want him to leave this fucking world, get out of my place, get out of, you know, he's far away, but she told me he has turned into a cat hoarder. He's a fucking crazy cat dad. So she's still in contact with him. Well, her daughter is she's remarried to like her high school sweetheart and her life is great. And like, she looked amazing. She had this glow about her. You could tell this was someone getting good love. And I always love to be around people who are accepted. Like I love to be around people who are getting love. I love, cause then it's like as an empath, I'm feeling that love. And I, I really enjoy that feeling. Um, but my dad apparently shacked up with this woman and they have so many cats that it's like a health hazard. Um, my, my sister can't take her babies over there. I was delighted by this. <laughs> I was so delighted. Cause like he stole a lot of our money. We were so fucked by what he did to us. And my mom was just so beat down. She couldn't fight back. And he was also, he had, he had some fucking friends in horrible places who were more than happy to take advantage. So, Every little bad thing that happens to him, I'm going to enjoy for the rest of my life. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. No hatred here. I'm not going to cause it. I'm not going to send anything to him because I honestly, I just don't even. your energy doing No, he's just not even worth. I mean, and I would love to test some curses out on, you know, somebody I've. But I don't, I actually don't even like hate him. You know, a curse is better for someone if you hate. I've never cursed anyone. I'm totally open to it. But. I mean, let's see. Let's see if that's something I do. So to be day. clear, a curse is different than a hex. Yeah, a hex is just sending back what somebody. And a curse is like you will live with this now. Yeah, and this, a curse you, you will carry. take this to the grave. I don't think you. I'd ever curse anybody. It just is, why do I want to keep that? You know what I mean? Why do I want to keep you uh, bound to me with a curse? You know what I mean? Like curses are uh, rethink that. My take your time. Sit will on be that. Written in fire and <laughs> blood on. Yeah, your there's body. your there's your fucking Moses stone, <laughs> carrying around. You're carrying it around on your back yeah, for the rest yeah. of well. Maybe several lifetimes, um, but her it wasn't. It wasn't that I enjoyed that message so much. I mean, I did, um, and she wasn't even like trying to talk shit about him. Uh, she's just like, "Oh yeah, I can't. Um, you know, my daughter won't take her babies over there because it's so disgusting. There's cat piss everywhere, blah blah." And I was just like, 
So the, those cats have pulled off the. Uh, They've taken over the the chemical and the shit trick. Yes, whatever, right? yeah. Sounds like over. I'm there. a clean freak with my cats. Nobody smells my cats. Um, so like those over. cats have the mind control chemical. Yeah, they probably gave them toxoplasmosis. But the thing that I really loved, sh- there was this moment where she said to me, and like I'm not gonna cry saying it, but it really, because I have I have an unusual color of eyes. You have an unusual color of eyes. And I've seen photos of my sister, and one of the first things her mom said to me was, wow, you know, I've never seen anybody else in the family with the same color of eyes that you guys have. You and she have the same color of eyes. And that really kind of shook me in this way where I was like, I want to know her. We share DNA. We share such amounts of DNA. Like, it's, I'm also curious enough, and I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's a relationship now that I've always been kind of like, maybe, maybe, maybe. And after that meeting with her, and then I saw my mom, and my mom was, I'm not going to say what she said, because it really was, she pissed me off. But, and that's also her right to have these feelings about it. She and my brother don't want to talk to them, but that's fine. They don't have to, you know? But this was something, it only took two meetings, and I had been curious. I'd been very curious. And every time I go to Florida, I wonder if I'll run into one of them. I'll never run into my dad because he's like crazy. He doesn't leave the house. He's all he's always been fucking crazy. But as he ages, just gets crazier. Also, I'm not afraid of him. I would love to run into him. I did pass him on the road one Thanksgiving. It was really wild. This was a long time ago. This was at least 10 years ago. I passed him. We were we were coming up on each other and I saw him. And he had his windows down and he was giving me the shit face. And I, I started giving him a shit face. He's a Sagittarius. We fought my whole life. And I stuck my head out the window and, and I gave him the middle finger and I said, Happy Thanksgiving, Dad! <laughs> we hadn't spoken in like probably, I don't even know how long this had been. But he moved out of town. It's fine. Um, but this is some this is some synchronicity, you know? And I don't know yeah. what happens. I'm, I'm just like, I can't help but be taken to a place of... Like, and uh, not uh, like of imagination, like as a man mm-hmm. thinking about like having a child, yeah, and like getting to the point of this. Oh yeah, because, oh yeah, because it's 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 on it's on the father. Yep, it's on him totally. It's on the father. I and had yeah, yeah, and now I mean I had written a letter to him because he was he was hurt that my mom would leave him. He was so hurt. He was crushed. I was in college and I wrote this really beautiful, sweet letter and I told him, no matter what happens, you'll always be my dad. I felt like we had worked out a lot of the abuse. He was so physically abusive with us. He was, you call your little baby girl who hasn't even menstruated yet a whore? I mean, that's fucked up. And then I was like, oh, really? I'll show you. And I started having sex when I was 13. I don't regret that. Thanks for putting me on the path. It was great, dad. You know, I have no regrets about that. But he had like this... He was like threatened by me my whole life. He was like, he did. We're both fire too, and it was like he didn't like that I was. He liked it when I was smart, but he didn't like it when I would make him feel stupid. And that happened. The turning point around like the age of eleven, I'd say that he he is. I used to always say, my dad is the stupidest person I've ever known. My mom is the smartest. I have no idea how they got together. That is interesting because your mom's. Your brilliant. Mom is, your mom's really crazy brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Low th- self-worth. It is weird that you run into this woman twice in three days mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Oh. Uh, you know, and then 
obviously she had some kind of message. I yeah. Celestine Prophecy was the last book I was ever able to read on an airplane. It's so short. Like too. it was s- such a good book that like I remember reading it at the it's probably twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that I was like, because it's James Redfield, right? I think so. And I can't believe I just pulled that name out of the fuck. I can't hat. believe you did either. Um, I don't remember who it is. It was like. This was when I realized like I started when you're flying. Having your awakening too, your yeah, awakening, and it's the, one of the first ones everybody reads. Yeah, I just remember being like, I don't care if I get motion sick. I'm finishing this book. Ooh, yeah. And it's so like I finished that. it. I I got mo and and if you suffer from motion sickness, anybody out there who suffers from motion sickness into like a, an, I guess a severe degree. Like I can't look at my phone in a car if oh, I'm not wow. driving, or you know I can't read or do any of that kind of stuff. I mean, it'll just ruin the rest of my day, and um. So I always have to take Dramamine before taking a flight even. Aww. But like, that's how good that book was. Though. Yep. Like, what, it's like, what did I'm gonna you remember? What did you take away? Well, I'll tell you what I remember, which is so crazy because it's, it's obviously not true. But that all the Mayans just disappeared. Uh, I remember at the end he talks about like the, all the Mayans are just gone. Like there's no, no one knows why the Mayan civilization just disappeared from the face of the earth, which is not true. There's descendants of Mayans <laughs> in South America. <laughs> I don't even remember that right now. It's like towards the end of the book, mm-hmm. but it's like talking about like self-actualizing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it was about, like that they had somehow figured out uh, they had achieved self-actualization, which meant that they might still be there. It's just we just can't see them. Wow. Because they reached that higher level of that higher vibration or whatever it was that he was saying. Um, but, you know, Very there's but there's theory. descendants of yeah. the Mayans walking amongst us. <laughs> uh, so but I remember at the time being like this was like before the Internet. Uh huh. Kind of so I was just like, oh, the Mayans. Are oh, gone? I believed like oh, everything I read. Gone, yeah. No one knows what happened to him, man. <laughs> like, what? The, I got to get down there, man. <laughs> and uh, I got to turn invisible. <laughs> And uh, but yeah, that's the that's the main thing I remember from yeah. that book. From those, I read the Richard Bach stuff. All the Richard Bach. All the I did read the I read. Um, it wasn't Jonathan Livingston Seagulls. The other one where he's the airplane guy. Biplane. That's so good. What's it called? Biplane. Oh no, illusions. There are two. Illusions. There are two airplane books. Yeah. Well, uh, illusions there are is honestly the, all fucking have airplanes on them. Illusions is the one I really love. Illusions: The Adventures of a Reluctant Messiah. I yes. loved that book. What a really fucking good book it's that is. It's so good. And again, it's a really quick read. I think I read it at the read. beginning of last year or two years really? ago. Um, and it still holds up? Oh, I loved it. I read it a couple years ago. I loved it. I, I'll tell you, there's a book I wish I could remember. I think it's, it's not called The Prophet's Way, but um, fuck, I wish I could remember what it was. But it's it talks about the um, about finding edges in life. Ooh. And like finding your edge, and because that's when you really feel alive. Oh, this is some Uranus episode. When you get to the, when you find your edge, and it's the first book that ever made me consider, or made me want to like start moving toward a vegetarian lifestyle, because <gasps> it talked about the blood of, like, if you're eating these animals, and depending on what conditions they were treated, and all this other kind of stuff. Yes. Now you have that blood. Yes. Of that animal running through your blood. Yes. Yes. Uh, this I just wrote this in my magical healing workbook that. Anybody can buy it very soon. Um, th- We're going to keep th- you to this. What's your schedule? What's the deadline? Um, I think I'm going to write it in a month. I'm so obsessed. No, let's put a serious deadline on it right now. Well, then I have to get it all formatted to, to print. But well, I think it'll be let's done. Let's put a realistic okay. deadline on it right now. I think it'll now. be done by right the end now. of March. March 31st. Okay. That's good. Yes. It'll is be that, done is, by then. Or is March 30 days? It's 31. My, my childhood best friend, Aries, her birthday is March 31st. March 31st. Yeah. You'll have your draft done or completely done. I think completely done. Wait, for sale? 
Well, no, probably not. Well, maybe I have to find somebody to format it because that's the part I don't know. If anybody has, uh, you'll be done with your books, work on March thirty first. Yes, I have to format it for print and for Kindle. You should write this down. Slash ebook, whatever e reader. What I'll remember. <laughs> I'm gonna set a reminder on my phone. Watch. Do this. it, Ryan. Fucking do it. Hey Siri, set reminder <laughs> to yell at Angela if her book isn't finished by March thirty first. It didn't work. I thought Siri would be like, Siri hell yeah, we'll yell at her. Um, um, but I just wrote this in the, the there's there's a couple parts about like getting rid of fear. And one of the, the fearlessness chapter, um, when you consume animals who know they're going to die, they start pumping themselves full of, uh, I believe it's cortisol. And then you are eating meat that is full of chemical fear. So you're eating fear. Yeah, and cortisol is, oh God, it's... um. Oh, shoot. It's um, it's not tied into estrogen. Um, but I think it does fuck up your hormones. Yeah, it does. And it does a lot of things. I just yeah. have such an orb next yeah, to Yeah, you, you want to definitely kind of reduce the cortisol level. Yes. And uh, there was something I used to do in my diet or somewhat regularly to reduce. Oh, you do power stance. Um, power stance raises your testosterone and lowers your cortisol. What's well, power stance? I you put this in the, my book. There's a there's a TED talk on power stances. You can do I'll them before you I perform. I haven't done them in a while. I should go do it. I remember the last time I think I did a power stance was uh, there was a, a TV taping for CISO back when CISO was a network. Ooh. And, uh, so there, I was in San Francisco and we were recording stand up sets uh, for TV. And so right before my set, like before they introed me, I'm just standing backstage in my power stance. It, it is it different for everybody? It lowers your no. It's like no. It's because if you look, even blind people when they win something, they'll raise their arms. Oh, even though they've never seen it happen <gasps> before. Wow. There's certain there's certain stances like if you if you stand big uh-huh. and sit big, you know. Um, some people might even call it man spreading, <laughs> right? Well, uh, that's when you take up two yeah. seats and you want to per- like, perpetuate the idea of that your dick is big. But think of that kind of vibe. Like you're big, you're strong, you're powerful. You're kind of taking up, you know, like you're exerting confidence physically. Yeah. It's like when you put a, the pencil in your mouth uh-huh. and it makes you smile, you know, when you do that. How you can't be in a bad mood when you take a pencil and you put it like into the, uh, the cracks you of your mouth. If you hold it mouth. in your mouth. You know, like, like in the back of your teeth, uh-huh. you know, like in like. So you're biting on it and it's going. Yeah, ways. yeah, yeah. And it, like it kind of makes you smile. and it makes you smile. <gasps> it changes your mood. because you're smiling. I like the power stance thing. I bet people could figure out their own power stances, too. Maybe they're better ones. Well, there's sci- it's scientifically proven. These okay. some of these powers I'll like, I'll hands, look up the science. like hands on your hips, uh-huh. standing up like Wonder Woman. You look like Wonder Woman. Yes. Um, or a male superhero who's inferior. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> it's like you don't have your arms crossed. Oh, um, we learned yeah. power stance then when, um, well, not quite that. When when I was trained to work at Disney World when I was basically a child, um, they taught us body language. And there were things we could we could never cross our arms. We would get in trouble if we had our arms crossed. Because you look standoffish and guests won't ask you questions about where toilets are. You don't want them to feel like they can't ask you a question. Where can I poop? Don't ask her. She looks mean. <laughs> No, I think she pooped in the they, woods once. They did it with cue cards. In a jungle. She pooped in a jungle <laughs> with her dungle. I'll, I'll never forget. The, the They had these cards, and, and they had one, and it was Peter Pan, and his arms were crossed. And they were like, how does this make you feel? It was like they were talking to children. It was really bizarre. That's really funny, So though. condescending, yeah. Like, 
how does this make you feel? And we were like, mm, like we want Tinkerbell now. What well, it was? Well, how are we supposed to feel? It's fucking not a human. It's Peter Pan as a cartoon. We don't. We feel like children. Our inner children love it. What are you talking about? It was terrible. They made me take out my earrings one time because they were bigger than a dime. Bigger than a dime? Yep. And this was just for training. We wouldn't even be in the park. And they were little. I thought they were. They were little, but they were bigger than a dime. They were like little dangly things. And, and the, the woman, though, who was teaching had it in for me. She did not like me. It's because I talked too much with the hot Gemini. I was dry humping at the time. Dirty, dirty Gemini. That Christian scientist, I talked about him before. He's married to a Fox News lady now. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to talk a little bit about, um, well, there's different things we can do to protect ourselves in these times. Yes. Um, I recently just got a uh, uh, Shungite earrings. Oh, yeah. Are you wearing them? Not right now because the headphones would press the backs into my head. Shungite is a good... And I think I've talked about this. Anything you wear in your ears, I mean, you're creating a connection. Because I used to get acupuncture and they would put tiny magnets. um, They'd tape them to the back of my ears with like... um, medicinal like athletes tape or whatever so I didn't really feel them it didn't bother me but then I'd have a slight magnetic current going through my brain for a week oh that's pretty cool it was really cool the reason I got the Shungite is because my buddy Karen Rontowski had this guy on her podcast Paranormal Karen which is a great podcast check it out if um, if you know Karen Rontowski you love her that's just the rule (laughs) that's impossible to not love Karen and um, the Shungite is a great stone to combat EMF and 5G and 5G is popping up uh, everywhere, yeah. and it's fucking the bees up. Uh, bees' radar, their natural radar, is it's, it's making it difficult for bees to be able to find their way home. So it's like problematic for the bees. So what you can do is, I mean, you can there's you can look this stuff up, uh, and you you can go down these rabbit holes. But like uh, Karen has even taken shungite like dust and like put it on the trees and stuff outside of her apartment to help the bees because when it is present, it'll help combat the 5G. So bees can kind of tap into their natural their natural sense of direction, right? And so also it's good for, you know, protecting yourself from cell phone, uh, yeah. the, the cell phone radiation. Should we turn off our 5G? So Should we be, tur- are we all on 5G? You just kind of got switched over if you were a part of it. This is so funny. I just, I was looking at my phone to be like, how do I turn it off? And there's a text from Melissa and she's like, um, I need to know about Ryan's Shungai earrings. Talk about being psychic. Are you kidding me? No, that just I'll happened? No, I'll show it to you. Look. That's boop, what boop, we call boop. synchronicity. Oh, by the way, I need to know more about Ryan's Shunga earrings. When did that? What time did that come in? Mm. Check the timestamp. Timestamp three twenty-eight. Oh my God, that's like right now. Yeah. Uh, well, like twenty minutes ago. Yeah, that's but crazy. Like, this is called. That's <gasps> oh, she's in New Smyrna Beach. That's where I went to high school. She bought a Shungite pyramid in the town where I went to high school. Just oh, that's now. really funny. Fuck yeah, man! Synchronicities. Yeah, synchronicities are pretty cool and. Meaningful coincidences. but so, so I figured if I get Shungite earrings, my ears have been pierced since I was like 18 years old, 17 years old. I just haven't had earrings in in probably 15 years. I'm just texting your because it's blowing my mind. The, um, <laughs> so I'm using the Shungite earrings to, you know, help. They'll just help, you know, protect me from my cell phone as I'm yes. talking on my phone. Um, so there's, you know, there's other things you can do. I got them from this uh, Karelian Heritage on Etsy, which has got all kinds of Shungite stuff. But you can check them out on Instagram at Karelian Shungite, I believe, is the Instagram handle. But, yeah, so there's, like, 
you know, crystals, there's stones, there's ways mm-hmm. to protect yourself from the things. I mean, these are, I mean, quartz is in everything, right? I mean, quartz, I mean, there's a watch company named quartz. Yeah. I mean, quartz is such a good, um, what is it? Uh, why can't I think of the word? The thing that like, uh, amplifier, amplifier. Yeah. Right. So, um, these, so crystals do have, you know, scientific and, you know, people want to call them woo or woo woo properties <laughs> or powers. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- it's, you know, there's a reason why people have been using crystals for, you know, over, oh, you yeah. know, since the beginning of, of time. Hell yeah. It's because they, they have real, they have real power. And this is, you oh. wanted to talk about coronavirus and hematite, oh, didn't yeah. you? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I want to talk about hematite. I, this crazy thing that I've been able to do a couple times now when I read people, I will see the crystal they're supposed to be working with, and I don't know all the names of all the crystals, and my guides always tell me the name. And I'll be like, well, I think this is what it's called, and then I'll Google it while I'm reading them, and there it is. It's the fucking crystal that my guides are telling me that they're supposed to work with, which is crazy. That because I don't remember the I don't remember these names and then they show me and they tell me, um yeah but I so I've been wearing um hematite on my hematite hematite am mm. I saying it wrong I always say hematite either one so um because of being a writer and um having uh my grandfather and my mom's mom or my mom's uh sister all three of us are very much prone to arthritis um we also have like these can you do that with your finger. Will you just bend the tip? Oh, you can. Oh, no, you can't. You suck. What are you talking <laughs> about? Look, just Look, the tip. Right you're bending your knuckle, Ryan. Oh, no, that's like. Keep your knuckles you, straight. Only people just who haven't tip. evolved uh, as far as other people can do that. Uh, only people who are, are. It's very primate of you. Oh, do you know? I've never talked about this. I I was making that up, but I, it, might, it actually I have an <laughs> extra bone in my foot that apes have. So you're not as far as long as me. I went to one of the <laughs> best podiatrists in Manhattan because I thought I had a weird bunion and he took x-rays. He actually took my fucking foot x-rays to a foot doctor show and they all laughed at my feet because I have an extra bone in my foot that is basically what monkeys have. So you can swing from vines mm-hmm. from your feet. I probably could. Probably could. I <laughs> try to play a piano with them. That's what I've always wanted to do. Um, but yeah, then I can do this too. So I have... Um, uh, not to brag, but I am the missing link, in case anybody was wondering. Carney ancestry, Romani ancestry, Jew ancestry, Ape Well, thank ancestry. you for getting me to the further advanced brag, human that brag, I am now, brag. by being the missing link between. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was pretty delighted. He also was a tickler. It was really creepy, but I liked it. It was really creepy. And my ex was going to him. That's how I found out about this doctor. And I said, does he tickle you? And he was like, what? Oh, he was my boyfriend at the time. And he's like, no. And I was like, never mind. I liked it. But that, he shouldn't do that. But I did like it. No, he definitely he should not do, do that. He shouldn't do that except to those of us. Because I don't really like my feet. Oh, my God. Did you know I'm on WikiFeet? Someone put me on WikiFeet and people rate my feet. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. But that's, it's. <laughs> I've made it, Ryan. That's, that's how I know I've made so it. It's so funny to me when, like. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you'll see female comedians will Someone always wrote, post like WikiFeet reviews. Yeah, and uh, it's just like it's. Yeah, someone wrote hot big toes. That's the comment. We should look it up. I wonder if anybody's written anything else. Um, but so hematite. So I have. I'm prone to arthritis, especially in the hand, like my my right hand, which I write with, and um, I 
uh, started using hematite, and I wear it on my on my thumb, uh, you know, rings, and I wear it on my um, pointer. And uh, Suna and Colleen came over the other night for, quote, writer's group. But writer's group, sometimes if we haven't written anything we want to share, we just drink four bottles of wine. So that's what we were doing. <gasps> we went up on my roof. I have roof access, and it's totally kosher. It doesn't say, like, exit only. It says roof access, and it's not locked, and it's amazing. My roof And it's, like, unobstructed, so we will go up there for full moon stuff and do magic. It's going to be great. Um, but we took wine up there, and they were smoking. and um, uh, But I was, like, getting down on a pepper grinder or something. I made guacamole, and I was just, like, beating the shit out of it because it sits on the stove and then it melts together it might have been salt it's probably salt anyway I was hitting it and all of a sudden I broke my thumb ring my my hematite flew everywhere and I was I, I had wine in me whatever I don't drink that much by the way I probably get drunk twice a week that's not bad for someone who is very very social um but it it, <laughs> it flew everywhere very 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 for a triple social. fire also I haven't peed the bed in like I don't even know how long. I hope it's more than six months. But I am prone to peeing the bed if I get oh, way more. It's been years. I am prone to peeing the bed if I get too drunk. So that should tell you how in control of my liquor I am. That I have not gotten. I peed the bed once sleeping with my mom. And she woke up and I was naked from the waist down because I peed the bed. And she goes, what happened? And I was like, I peed your bed. And she was so sweet because I was a bedwetter my whole life as a child. I bet I bedwet all the time. And she was just so sweet. Like, she just got up and dealt with it. It was lovely. Oh, she cleaned it up? Yeah, she cleaned it up. It was really... I mean, I helped, but she did a lot. I peed the bed at my ex-sister-in-law's bachelorette weekend in Savannah, Georgia. <sighs> That's probably the last time I did it. Nope, last time I was with my mom. So anyway, I think... A- anyway, Whatever you have to tell yourself and us <laughs> to feel better. Haven't peed the bed <laughs> in years. But... That's because I drink more responsibly now. Um, anyway. I'm trying to think the last time I've even been drunk. What? And like, there's people who I haven't seen in years that would probably, they wouldn't be able to understand I just said that. Wow. You know what I mean? I love getting um, drunk. There's people who I used to know who would I be like. I drink a lot of water. Oh, what hey, the, what do you mean you can't remember? You're like, oh, because you drank too much. So you Guys, can't remember the last time you got drunk. I got are I you got looking at your five feet right stars now? on my feet. Okay. They, somebody pulled a lot of my pictures from Instagram. I didn't even realize I had revealed this much feet in my life. Um, I'm looking to see if there are more comments. Nope, just crazy hot big toes. Thanks, burned down. Look Never up. Uh, look, look to see if I'm on there. Oh, that'd be really great. Yeah, I, I really good it. ratings. I, I mean, doubt I'm on there. I mean, who's going to put me beautiful on Beautiful feet. I mean, who even starts these accounts for people? That's so creepy. Oh, I know. Um, okay. Ryan Singer. Yeah, so I mean, oh, nope, you're not on here. I'm not on there. Nope. I think <laughs> it's like mostly women. Oh, what do you mean I'm not on there? It it might only be women, not sexist. I'm sure there are dudes into dude feet, or women into dude feet. Everybody. Yep, yep you're not on here. Sorry, Ryan. I got some decent feet, I think. <sighs> Guess you hitched your cart to the right horse. I've always had. I don't now know why, I'm but very I have famous. like. Oh. <laughs> oh wait what oh i thought you were reading it oh you were laughing at your own joke yeah oh, okay <laughs> so uh you were talking about hematite you broke the ring oh yeah you don't drink so too much you promise you tell I us so you haven't the bed uh in, in somebody i love said that they were months. worried about me that i drink too much and i was like wait you drink as much as i drink wait that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be worried but they don't see me like that 
Like I don't ever. I mean, I got I got drunk with them maybe like one time. I think the general rule is unless someone's like a Puritan, uh-huh. if they express concern over like a behavior that we are exhibiting, mm-hmm. typically at the very least in their mind, there is reason for concern. I don't know. I mean, I took it. Personally. I said in their mind. I don't think I do. In I their mind. I said oh, in, their, in mind. their mind. I don't ever want anyone to tell me what to do. Well, see, I, none of us do. I don't None of us want to be told we're wrong and none of us want to be told what to do. No. That's well, just some people do, Ryan. Cancers actually really like it. Like what? Cancers generally like to be bossed. That's th- I don't like to be I don't like to be bossed around at all. Good. That's your sad moon saving your ass. I don't think You know what? I'm going to get together with my ca- I have a monthly cancer meeting that I set up <laughs> that no one else knows about unless you're a cancer. Let me come to it and bully everyone. I'm just kidding. There's uh I don't know any cancers that like to be told what to do. Really? No one likes cancers to be generally. Are, are you talking about in the bedroom? Mm, cancers generally like to have a boss. No one likes to have a boss. I would mm. I would say that you no one alive likes to have a boss in life I'm not, in general. Not a boss, but they prefer a more um, dominant partner for usually. Hmm, interesting. I mean, I. You know, oh I'm the God. one. I hold Check the whip. Out. I don't have I the ball I started making a list last night because um, <laughs> love is blind. I started making a list last night of cancers who have murdered people. Um, it's this is typical Friday night activity. So check this out. <laughs> Listen to this. My guides were totally in it. I was in the shower and I was like, okay. Cause My guides are totally into it. So <laughs> Depending. Uh, there's a lot of cancer Pisces couples, um, I- including on love is blind. There's a, a major one. Um and it is very much uh, in line with what I'm saying. Um, but I was like, because OJ's one, um, George W. Bush is one, Tom Cruise. I share the I Tom share Cruise the same for birthday sure as OJ. They, I'm sure OJ and I are born on the same day. <gasps> really? Yeah. Um, Tom Hanks. Interesting. As well. You know what else is interesting? OJ uh, killed a Taurus woman. Nicole Brown Simpson was a Taurus, and Sid and Nancy. Sid was Taurus and killed. Nancy, who was a cancer. Isn't that interesting? With both stabbings. Like, what the fuck is that? Um, but that's sociopaths for you. Um, cancers can be sociopaths sometimes. Virgos are the psychopaths. But I love both. I love them both. I'm not saying they all are. What was Jeffrey Dahmer? Gemini. Okay. Gemini. So, I mean, Gemini to say that boat. cancers are the sociopaths is, I think, a little, I think we're kind of like. Oh, he was a psychopath. Dahmer was a psychopath. He yeah, but planned. I don't. I, Sociopaths are when they're just like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. I just have to kill, kill, kill. Sociopaths. So they always say sociopaths run hot. Psychopaths run cold. Sociopaths just don't understand emotion. No. So they have short, short fuses. And sometimes those are usually the frontal lobe damage people, which maybe OJ is. I don't know that much about it. I'm not sympathetic towards murderers but for the most part, except Dahmer, obviously. God, Which is I need to reel that in. You need to reel it in. He's yeah. so hot, and the thing is, he didn't. Okay, I'm not trying to like. It's not just that he's hot. Serial killer shame you. Was but hot. Like, it is not that. That is so not it. He but doesn't look physically attractive at all to me. No, you're not attracted to hot men, Ryan. You're attracted to hot. Women. I know a so hot man when I see a hot man. Also, I got that Gemini thing. But my for the thing record, is, he did not kill any animals. Patrick Swayze. That is a misconception. Hot man. He did suffer frontal lobe damage when he was Denzel a Denzel Washington, hot and man. And he didn't want people to suffer. That's why he had to knock them out to do things to him, which is a lot of Michael B. Shit. Jordan, He for sure hot should man. not have been murdering people and getting away with on. it. I could go on. And knocking I someone out so they don't feel the... Dahmer. not he, Knocking someone out so they don't feel the pain you're inflicting on them isn't sympathetic. Oh, no. But 
it is in a weird fucking way. Like he wasn't a masochist, which I don't, I don't know how that can be considering what he did to people, but he wasn't masochistic. Like he didn't want them to hurt. It's fucking weird. He's fucked up. He's totally fucked up. But then they, they've said he suffered uh, some kind of damage when he went to the hospital as a little boy for a routine procedure. And he came back and he was like, dead-eyed for the rest Lights of the Lights out. Mm-hmm. So that's sad. What's sadder is victims. Monsters are made, not born. It, mm, I think Bundy was born. Something made him that way. God, he's so fucking See, this is a sad. Well, he's this is a like a very, he's like... He's the worst one. So see, I'm not This is like a sociological, like, divide here. Yes. Uh, when it comes to, you know, nature versus nurture, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I also, I mean, Dahmer was gay, and it's like, who knows what kind of fucking weird shit happened to him not having anybody to be you know like to, to not, nurture that I, mean, I mean i'm not making Stan jeffrey dahmer I'm fascinated by it next to even okay let's say someone who even kind of has similar attributes to He's a certain degree like daniel craig who's mm. like fair-skinned Way dreamier and, and not a cannibal yeah yeah daniel craig hot man hot man uh, Denzel, hot man. Like I said, Michael B. Jordan. Hot if you guys man. are like, what the fuck? Just Google Dahmer's. Uh, Adam Driver, hot man. I'm not feeling it. It's because of the talent. Because of the talent. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Driver's. Not I told hot you I got Adam me. Driver shamed. I know. Oh, you got Adam Driver shamed for uh, loving Adam Driver. By whom? By my buddies. Why? Because um, they, they don't love him. They don't. Th- I, I for something about like I said. He's very talented. I listed him as uh, one of my favorite actors right now. Did you see him in uh, Llewellyn Davis? He was in brother. Yeah, he's playing guitar and singing with a little Timberlake and somebody else. Oh, I forgot he was and in And Llewellyn movie. Davis. That's I've seen Llewellyn Davis, but I, I forget the... Uh, yeah, he's he's I actually... His part. Anytime, anytime anybody busts out a guitar and sings, they get instant dreamy, if they're doing it right. Yeah, the uh, well, it's, it's an interesting movie. I loved that movie. Um, it follows a story. What is the story? It's like a famous story, like Oedipus or something. Oh, it does? Or Homer. Which one does it follow? Um, I don't know. I'm not smart enough know. to know that. I don't remember the story well enough, but um, I loved that movie. I'm not smart enough to know which, you know, classic. The cat represents tale. something. I just remember reading articles about it after okay, I Okay, so it. I'll have to like, you know, somebody Love nerded out on Cohen it brothers. and went like ascribed all this extra meaning to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that may but not they have said been there. it was true. No, they, I think that they said it. In of a course, movie. are you gonna are you gonna say no? We just we kind of made a movie. We ah. like. Are you gonna take all this extra heapings of praise? When I was in college and we had and my creative writing uh, courses, like we would have the conversations afterwards. You know, you'd read your piece out loud or whatever, and then every, everybody would have to take it home and read it. Mm-hmm. And then people are ascribing all these extra meanings to shit I wrote. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, that's cool. That's I'm not going to be like. But maybe you did because your subconscious comes out when you oh, write. Oh, my. And all then the archetypes. And yeah. And sometimes you read something and you're like, holy shit. That, is, that subtext that my subconscious wrote. This is why Mad Men is good. This, this is why I can't watch normal TV. I started out as a playwright, went to NYU for playwriting. Subtext is God to me. Subtext is so much. Mad Men, constant subtext like stuff they're saying things but they mean different things they're showing us things but it means something let me else. ask you this question yes. i'm on i would say i'm halfway through season two on mad men Ooh. and there's seven seasons and just even knowing that there's seven seasons Is makes me makes me want to stop watching it. um as opposed to other shows where i've been like oh my god i get six more seasons of just this. stop because sometimes wait. mad men is fucking boring well just here's stop the thing if you don't like it yeah here's the thing because a friend you got of mine, a fire moon. You don't need to sit uh, through that. A friend of mine was also wa- started watching it, and she'd never seen it. And she's on 
the beginning of season three. And she's like, I don't know anymore if I can keep watching. And I was like, why not? And she goes, I'm just tired of every plot line being a different woman that Don Draper is having Agreed. an affair with. Agreed. Like all the plot lines run through his affairs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just also, knowing that kind of bores me. I, I just said this today when I was at the Jewish Community Center. Um, I said, I just don't fucking want to watch a Holocaust movie or a movie about slavery where I'm going to see people being uh, in in physical mental anguish. I, I am on the right side of history. I'm not for any of that shit. And I think that those movies... Uh, are powerful. I also feel like we have enough of them, and I don't want to fucking cry over the the reenactment anymore. Um, and sometimes when I watch movies, that's what people tell me when like they're like, "You got to watch 1917." I was like, "I'm over I, the war movie, I don't, bro." Yeah, me too. Like, I, they're like, "But it's all like it makes it's like shot made it look like it's one sh- one take the whole movie." And I'm like, "I'm but over war movies." So why, if you know it's not, why fucking be impressed? But yeah, I'm just like, I'm just. Don't need to watch another war movie. You know what is, though, to not go too far off? Um, Alfred Hitchcock's film Rope, starring Jimmy Stewart in a very morbid, non-Jimmy Stewart role. It's my favorite Hitchcock. It is shot like a play where there are only a few cuts through the whole thing. I think there might only be four cuts through the whole thing. It's wild. And he cuts it so beautifully. Like where you're, um, you almost don't even notice the cuts. Um, and it's funny. But again, that's like that Denzel movie that came out a few years ago that uh, it won some Oscar, I think. Um, why can't I remember? Because she's so was it Alfre Woodward uh, who's in it, who won an Oscar? Ooh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a play that was turned <gasps> oh, into a movie. Fences. Fences. Yeah. So fucking good. I didn't. But it's watch like you're it. watching a play. I love that. I fucking love that. And then language is important, which dialogue is king too. I said God, but now there's a no, queen. Dialogue is queen. Goddess. Let's mix it up. Um. Where were we when I when we started talking about war and s- oh we were talking about how like so oh. when women are oppressed severely oppressed and also when people are smoking I'm just because smoking I'm just like oh every time I see it I can feel it the I first time it. I ever tried to watch that show it made me start smoking I'm sure I'm sure and they're smoking and drinking constantly and I feel like garbage watching how much they're smoking and drinking um, but I don't really want to watch women be objectified and. I just I'm just kind of it's not fun you know so I mean it did come I mean that show was born from the mind of someone who was a Sopranos writer so it's like not a huge Mm, surprise that that's like what was leaned into again I thought Sopranos was so boring I didn't root for anybody I couldn't get into it I've watched a few of them but I mean I don't know sooner or later we will transition out of the the, you know, the land of the anti-hero because it's everything is I an anti-hero so. and it's just except Breaking it's, it's Bad exhausting. because that really turned it on its Breaking Bad. I've watched the whole thing twice. Yeah, I mean, st- I mean, it's so breaking, good. Many people would say Breaking Bad are, is the show that caused the era of the anti-hero to begin with in the first Sopranos place. Sopranos was before Breaking Bad. Mad Men, I think, and Breaking Bad. But not everybody has HBO, right? I think like, Mad Men was before Breaking Bad. But Mad Men is was on cable. No, it no, was no, on no. AMC. No, uh, I mean Breaking Bad was on cable, which yeah. is cable. It was on. But sci-fi. HBO, less people had HBO back when uh, Sopranos came out. Yes. Than they do now, because Sopranos was like one of the first like four or five. I could be totally wrong, but I feel like HBO had maybe like six total yes. original series at the time. Uh-huh. It was still mostly just movies. Yeah. And comedy it's specials. True. But anyway, so. Uh, uh, well, I can't even. Why? Oh, James Gandolfini, not a hot man, no, but charismatic. I guess on screen. 
I loved the episode where he fucks. Um, is it Marissa Tomei? That's his daughter. No, that's what's her name. Oh, I oh, know oh. her. Oh, Marissa She's friends Tomei. With my friends. Oh, um, Jamie something. Jamie she Lynn Sigler. Yeah, a bunch of my friends. Uh, yeah, Jamie Lynn. Um, I inherited one of her skirts or something a long time ago. Uh, can't remember now what it was. But yeah, w- anyway, she, she toured. She's beautiful. I think she toured on Cinderella with my friends who toured on Cinderella back when Debbie Gibson did it. And then she, d- I think, I, I don't remember. This was a long time ago. Um, no, isn't it Marissa Tomei who's in? There's somebody. She's in there. So, right. She's the, the person who works at the car dealership who he has the affair with. I can't remember. But and she's yeah. like way out of his league and crazy. But they fuck at the zoo. And it was so hot. It was such an erotic scene. Because it's a public place. Yeah. And it's animals. There were snakes around. I'm like, how do I fuck with snakes around? That's. I had an ex-girlfriend. That's a goal. Who tried to get me to have sex with her in the Creationist Museum. Wow. And I wouldn't do it. Because there's fucking kids around, and now I'm a fucking predator. Oh, yeah. That is smart. She doesn't get that. See, James Gandolfini. I have to go around and knock on my fucking neighbor's doors for the rest of my life if we get caught having sex in a public place. Wow. It's so great that you had that forethought. Yeah, I mean, like... Poor guys who are young and getting... Because there's some dumb stuff like peeing in public. Peeing in public? Come on. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm not going to have to go around and knock on people's doors and tell them I'm a sexual predator because I was having sex in the Garden of Eden next to a Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex holding a pineapple. Because, <laughs> you know, all because I mean, all animals were vegetarians before the fall of man. Did oh, you know that? that's right. That's right. That's a, and, and also there were no weeds. <sighs> did you know there were no weeds? Weeds are beautiful. People give weeds get a bad rap. But did you know witchcraft. that weeds only came to be because of the first sin of man? Of course they did. That makes total sense. Isn't that fucking great? What a beautiful story. Um, what a beautiful fable. Okay. What were we talking? We were talking about uh, hematite. Till my monkey you were talking about hematite, turned into how humans. it broke. You were talking about something about hematite. Okay. Thank you. You need to wrap that up, I think. So, I'm wrapping <laughs> that up. So Your ring I broke because you weren't drunk. These little guys on my thumb and my, my pointer. For and arthritis. Yeah, for arthritis. And um, my... My pain was totally in check. My pain was like totally fine. And um, I mean, it was, it, it, it's something I have to control. And I sometimes sleep with a brace on because I'll, you know, like flop around and hurt in the night. Um, but I didn't have a thumb ring for a few days. And also anybody listening, if you have uh, any kind of like crystals that are circular or shaped like an egg, you can buy uh, hematite rings and they're perfect little stands to stand up your crystals which is what this one was that my backup oh yeah so uh a couple days in this happened wednesday today is a saturday um just last night i was like the pain is so bad i gotta get another uh hematite ring on my thumb so i went around and felt about the the ones holding up my crystal eggs and found one that fits it's a little big but now the pain's going away again Cause this shit is real. That shit's great. I used to lo- I used to have a hematite ring, but it was it was too bulky for me. I've really? got. You should uh, get. I mean, these are nice. I just need to wear it on my non-dominant hand. I got these in Casadega. Oh, you a did. Bunch. Yeah. Or actually, I have a. I do have. I've got two rings. Oh. I've got the ruby. Oh yeah. The uh, with the copper that was handcrafted. Oh, for me. I love that ring. Um, and then uh, I've got the another just like a silver moon one. That I like Ooh, to wear. very but cancer, it's, it's, Ruby and Moon. Um, 
if the moon is my the moon rules me. The moon rules. The moon me. rules my life. <laughs> I am a servant to the moon. Um, I do like worship the moon. Yeah. It turns out because we like, should all be worshiping when I'm like moon. doing magic or meditation or whatever else, I'm always, um, I'm always like calling the goddess moon goddess. Hell yeah, goddess moon. Yeah. Um, Renee and I just did an episode on two side chicks on planetary magic for people who want to start working with other planets because we all kind of moon is like our everyone's go-to but you especially it should be but yeah if you're born under other planets i cover myself in salt water and then i <laughs> offer myself to the moon oh God, that was so great <laughs> the way i do <laughs> i've got salt water still like i just kind of like little dabble do you oh i gotta get more i gave you some of that yeah. oh you need more i've got more upstairs you do mm-hmm. i should probably just go to the beach again someday oh yeah that's it's also a, nice that's out. also an option well okay, coronavirus so doesn't kill us it's not going to it's not going to it's not going to and um also i've got a line in on a farm oh good so we'll fam- all go there. the family farm oh good we're gonna go there and, and my mom is like cows. make sure you have your bag packed and you're you know i never have less than half a <sighs> tank of gas my mom and my brother like run a car put all the cats and dolly in it and just start driving her. And I'm like, I can could catch it you, on I'd be the in Ohio. Way. You'd be in Florida right now. We would just no. be like looking at our watch like, well, Why I came here. Home? It might as well happen since I drove here. <laughs> yeah, we're rooting. I don't want to drive here for nothing. We're so bored that we're rooting for the virus. Yeah, which I would never do. No, no. It's horrible. Well, and our, oh, my God. Wait, but I have something so funny to read to you that my brother sent to me last night. Um, This is going to blow everybody's minds because we only have smart people who listen to us. Okay. This is an actual quote. 5W Public Relations said that 38% of Americans wouldn't buy Corona under any circumstances because of the outbreak. And another 14% said they wouldn't order a Corona in public. Corona beer. The survey encompasses polling from 737 beer drinkers in the United States. There are people who think that coronavirus is from beer. It's... Uh, they're so stupid it's how is anyone that stupid not to get upset when you see um results of something like this and then i'm trying to we have more access to news than we've ever had in our lives but i'm also i'm also trying to i'm trying to be devil's advocate here just to try to like for my own sanity how many of these people responded because they thought it would be funny to answer that how many of them thought it like who's 5w are you kidding me who's 5w who's the source Five of the w public my brother is not right? my brother is very much uh he's, but like what i'm saying is he like, probably triple check check this before he sent to me and i even told him i was gonna read on the podcast and he was like do it 5W public relations. I mean, I'm not saying that there's not people out there who are uninformed enough to make these opinions. Oh, it's a big news story. Because clearly they are. PR agency. And it's also the Full it's like service. the Garth Brooks thing that came out the other day, too, with him. And he was doing a concert in Detroit. And he was wearing a Barry Sanders football jersey. Barry Sanders is the greatest football player to ever play for the Detroit Lions, right? They do case studies, these he's people. A, and he's a Hall of Famer. And so Garth Brooks posted a photo before the concert of his back, of him wearing a Barry Sanders jersey and then his on Instagram. And then thousands of his fans went on his Instagram calling him a communist, saying... Because uh, they thought it said it, Bernie? Because they thought it was for Bernie Sanders when they have like... Barry Sanders is like one of the most famous wow. football players of all time. And he's People in Detroit. People are so fucking stupid. People are so, um, they just, oh, it's just I have a very important public service announcement for anyone who does not care for the current uh, man in the White House. I have a hard time calling him president. Um, 
I was at a show the other night, and I'm not going to say who this is. This is someone who I learned was trolled very hard by Bernie Bros. I honestly don't. I don't. I don't know what that is. I don't know what Bernie Bros are. I haven't seen it happen. I'm sure people are being bullied. I saw Rob Bresney, the this astrologer and writer I adore. He posted that he's pro Elizabeth Warren and his people are woo people and they came for him. And he's like, I'll vote for Bernie. I'm just saying I really love her. And they were just like fucking freaking out. And I don't maybe that's a Bernie bro. I don't know what a Bernie bro is. Don't want to know. I don't do I, I'm I'm don't do a lot of internet. You know what I'm to saying? To act like everybody doesn't have fanatical components of the people who follow them is yes, yes. Is so here's dishonest. something. I'm at this show, and it's an intimate show with um super famous person uh, and and then this person has a podcast and was interviewing them and comedians blah blah blah, but um they started asking about student debt. And they motioned to these two young women in the front row. And these these women were like maybe 21. And they said to them, you guys are probably going to b- vote Bernie, huh? Or first they said, how much debt do you have? And they were both like, so far, $65,000 for student loans. They're going to the, the Fashion Institute here, which is a fortune. And the famous person was like, wow, in my day it was only $95 a year to go to school, to go to college and get a degree, which is phenomenal. And he said to them, so you guys are probably going to vote Bernie, and the one goes, fuck no. And a bunch of people started cheering, including the interviewer. And now, here's the thing. If you're a Democrat and you have a functioning memory, you'll remember that we didn't come together last time. If you didn't want Trump, maybe you'll just remember how we fucked it up last time where everybody was divided. And just don't trash anybody yet. If, if you want to get Trump out, don't fucking trash anybody yet. Any of these people might be the person that you have to vote for if you want Trump out. You can't not vote this time. Uh, well, the problem with all of this stuff is that everyone thinks it's a two-party system. It, and yes, it's, and it's, it's not. And it's not. And you can't tell anybody who to vote for. No, no, exactly. And this is the That's thing. That's not what democracy is. No, no. But but if you if you're if the if you keep your eye on the prize, the uh, the prize for most of us is to change this president to have a different president, any other president, any fucking person, anybody else will suffice. Now, keep in mind when you say fuck no or attack somebody for liking someone that you don't like your words people see them you're influencing people i mean i'm not going to give a lot of opinions about any of this but um i caucused for someone and then i had to vote for someone else and i did it i did both with all my heart and i remember somebody posting the day after hillary lost uh anyone who posted anything to to, to criticize her you fucked us and I was like, whoa, that's harsh. And I was like, and kind of true. That person doesn't understand how democracy works. It, it, that's true. But at the same time, right now, right now, because we did alleged just democracy. see. Yes, alleged democracy. Now, like, we don't have to, like, have, like, a whole thing about it. But there, you know, the idea that. If you're voting Trump, I mean, I don't know why you're listening But to if that. anybody said, like. But you don't have anything to worry about. The problem is when people start saying things like. If you don't vote for the person I'm voting for, you're part of oh, the problem. Oh, yeah. Mob that's, mentality. That's all, that's all that is on you're, either side. You're, you're the one who caused this person. You're the one who caused the yeah. bad result. Yeah. Because you didn't vote for the person I voted for. 
the thing is when you trash a candidate because keep in mind there are people who are not just trying to vote out Trump there are people who are legitimately confused about what they want and who they want and what you post even just comments you might be swaying people to hate a candidate that you ultimately will be voting for. And they so have no idea why your mo- what your motivations exactly, are. Exactly, exactly. So let's just all reel that fucking shit in. And uh, you don't have to be pro anybody outwardly yet, unless you're like full on working on a campaign, you know. You can be. I think that's totally fine. Just don't trash anybody yet. Let's They're just doing a good enough job doing that themselves during the debate. So yeah. you, don't have to, you don't have to jump on board. Exactly. And and when I when I heard this happen, I had this horrible, painful reaction sitting there. I already think he's getting reelected. I already think he is because well, nobody learned not. the lesson. I do not. He's a catalyst. And I don't think people learn the lesson yet of unity. And I saw it that night and I keep seeing it online. Um, he is a catalyst to teach us to unite. And when you refuse to unite, you're going to keep being taught the lesson. So unite women, unite. It is big, big, big for us. Um, and this is some psychic download shit I'm getting too. And I got this a long time ago and that's why I've been like, okay with everything. Cause I'm thinking, oh, well this is forcing us to progress. But now it looks like we might get another four years cause nobody's progressing. Nobody's uniting. But when it happened and I was sitting there, I felt my heart break. I felt like somebody I was in love with just broke up with me. I swear to God, it felt just like that. I almost started to cry. And I thought, this is how he wins because we are still fucking idiots. And these little baby girls, you know, what? how many years ago they were just, I don't know how They old weren't they even were. old enough to vote like in the freshmen. last election. Exactly. And they, it's like, teach your kids. Teach your kids that we need to unite. Teach your kids not to say fuck no to a candidate they might need to be voting for. You know, let's just... All ease well, up. telling someone they need to vote for someone is a little. Well, if this is this is my point. That's if the, you the want, problematic. If you want Trump out, there will be only one person that we can vote for to get him out. Well, we don't know with, who it is yet. Well, with that mentality, that'll the system will never change. The system has to change, Ryan, and it probably never will. But right now, not the system's attitude. not changing by the next election. Not with that attitude. The system is not changing by the next election. Not so, with that attitude. <laughs> I. You know, I there's it's just when I was younger, I used to want to violently overthrow the government. Well, we, we all do. Um, and by younger, I mean about nine months ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> the um, this the United States has had a good run. Uh, and now it, it's over. If you're uh, <laughs> the, the United States has a, had a really good run. If you're a white man, flee to California. And so that run is ending. And. Um, I hope so. And there's no one outside of the United States who even half-heartedly would joke that the United States is the best country in the world. There's no one outside of Oh, this not outside. That, no. That would do that. No. and Because um, they're seeing the big yeah. picture. So th- the people who want to keep lying to themselves and act like we're so great and mm-hmm. we're so awesome, that's their choice to make, I suppose. Yeah. They're operating maybe on a lower you circuit. You can vote for whoever you want. I'm saying... By all means, you know. But it's very, it's science, you can easily, you can point to science to easily figure out what happened last time. Exactly. And that's by pointing, instilling fear in people, which activates their bio-survival circuit. Mm-hmm. I just read this book, so now I know everything. Oh, now you know a whole book. And, uh, and so then when you, when you experience fear, you need someone to tell you that they're going to take care of you. And then Trump's like, I'm going to build a wall, which which is the most basic fucking thing you could tell somebody. Oh, my God. I've never felt that when I experienced fear. I don't want anybody to take care of me. I want to figure it right. out. Well, you're not operating on that level. Oh, my God. 
people we have to all grow out of that my my so manifest it why yeah instead of telling people that we know that he's going to get reelected we should be encouraging people to manifest a new reality yes yes but it's all it is the fear it is uniting i know that that is the lesson my mantra for a long time a couple years ago when i was being terrorized in my at the end of my second divorce um i would walk around every day and i would say you can piss me off but you can't scare me so get mad don't get afraid You'll take way more action stomping around looking for something to break slash change than you will huddled in a fucking dark crawl space. Get mad. Don't get afraid. Yeah. And, you know. Sorry about getting all political. And be yourself. Yeah. And don't let other people tell you what to do. Yeah. And we're not going to get political about this shit because seriously, everybody gets to vote. It is a beautiful thing that we get to do. And you get to vote for whoever you want. Yes. It's one of the great things about this country. But if your agenda is which if you if you the masses right now well you have what you're everything i agree with everything you're saying if someone identifies as a democrat exactly or not even a democrat then if you identify as a member of if a you're just political like party fucked up over who's need, in there right now someone who identifies as a member of a political party mm-hmm. would vote for whoever is the leader of their party yeah and the democrats need to get their fucking shit together talk about learning unity I, also they're idiots yeah the democrats are idiots everybody's an idiot no, I'm an idiot. Not. You're an idiot. We're all <laughs> idiots. <laughs> but I've got a rash on my di- my DMBs. Yeah, you do. If I can get rid of that, I'll vote for whoever can get rid of this. You can get rid of that. You can <laughs> run for president. You know what? I th- when I was younger, I thought about it. I mean, I ah! have political. I have political connections. You thought about being a priest, marrying my the fraternity most brother r- was. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Tim Ryan. He was. He's probably. He's going to be in consideration for vice president, depending on who may win the. the um, he's not. That going would be anywhere. interesting. He'll be. He'll be around. <laughs> I've got political connections, baby. <laughs> the first thing I would do as president is I would um, get rid of um, J. Edgar Hoover, the name J. Edgar Hoover's association with anything in our government. Agreed. What a piece of Fuck shit that guy J. is. Edgar Hoover. We don't need a fucking building named after that no. piece of shit. No, agreed. Um, so fuck J. Edgar Hoover. That's all the first thing I would do. All fucking racists, get, take all those statues down. Take all their names off stuff. That's I, the first thing mm-hmm. I'd do as president. The second thing I'd do as president is... Free milkshakes. Rockefeller was a cancer. He put his name on all that stuff. Carnegie donated a lot of stuff. Carnegie, if you go to their cemetery in upstate New York, I think it's in Elmire. No, not Elmire. Sleepy Hollow, whatever that is, which is a phenomenal place to visit. They they are in the same cemetery. Don't lose your head going up there. (laughs) The Rockefellers have like headless horse. Uh huh. Yeah, and he'll come out and like on a horse and be like and hold a pumpkin or whatever. Um, but. Rockefellers have these giant, magnificent, gross, rich people, um, like mausoleums. Carnegie's just have little um, Celtic crosses, and they gave all their money away. Well done, Carnegie's. Well done, Carnegie's. Not reptilians. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) People are like, are you a reptilian? I was like, is this show sold out? (laughs) (laughs) Were you able to get a ticket night of? Okay, so... um, Okay, that's it for us. We covered a lot of ground tonight. Yes. We've got some secrets to, to tell. You've got a secret <gasps> to tell about manifestation for the secrets. Oh, yeah. I told my Tantra sex secret. Uh, Guys, and if you join one. Patreon, you get all the secrets. Patreon dot, Patreon.com backslash. This is where the magic happens. You can yeah. find us there. Yeah. And so thank you to it's everyone who's already signed up. Uh, we appreciate your support. Talk to uh, us on Discord. And we love you very much. And yeah, we're going to be talking about, th- we got to get the Sabrina chat started over mm-hmm. there. Because I've got lots of out. opinions on Sabrina <gasps> over there. I know oh, how to start some threads. Shit. Uh, you just need to make, oh, we'll throw figure down that some, out. Ryan's going to throw down some threads. I got some opinions. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I made you an admin because I can't I just had, out. I just, 
who was I? I was in Palm Springs having a conversation about <laughs> Sabrina. Really? Because people are like, oh, yeah, there's that witch show or something like, you know, it used you to be. And I was like, are it. you kidding me? Are you talking about Sabrina right now? Let's Hell talk about yeah. it. They're like, you watch Sabrina? I was like, uh, fuck yeah. And they're like, everybody was kind of like confused. And I was like, y'all need to get on board. It's so fun. Y'all need to get on board with get Sabrina it. now. Just skip the part where she's naked in the woods and you'll feel better about yourself. Isn't she naked in a bathtub? Yeah. In the woods. Yeah, you see side boob. It's like. Yeah, I know. I agree. It just she bothered didn't need to me be a little sexualized, bit. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I mean. I'm not saying that, you know, because there are people like the thinker thinks it and the prover proves it, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think Hollywood's a bunch of fucking pedophiles, you're going to find information to prove your, your, yeah. your theory on that. See? So if you watch the cartoon Big Mouth which is on Netflix, which so many people fucking love. There's like a 13-year-old girl talking to her fucking vagina in a mirror, uh, having a conversation Ooh. with her pussy. And it's just like, this is a, I, it's a cartoon. It's better that it's a and cartoon. And it's ridiculous. But it's like. I got to see it's makeup my own mind. But, um, yeah. But it's like, I remember sitting there like, because this was last night. My roommate was watching that. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Yes. Right? And <coughs> it's a cartoon only for adults. That was adults. like a 10, right? That was about a 9. God damn it. Because 10 is going to just be a, a no doubt. Ah, yeah. So this is where the magic happens dot com where magic. Ha- this is where magic or th- where the magic happens. On <laughs> where the magic happens on Got Instagram it. at lovable at rising. Give us a follow. Um, and, uh, you know, we appreciate you very much. So thank you. And just don't ever, ever forget that this shit is real. <laughs>